0: Welcome to Meldon Law and Friends. I am Jeffrey Meldon, founder of Meldon Law, and we're very excited to be with you. This is our 100th episode. So, uh, welcome. This is a special event for me, uh, as well as our guests, to be uh, on the 100th episode. It's been two years uh, since we've been doing these podcasts, and I want to thank everybody for the support you've shown. We have thousands of people that turn in, uh, turn tune in to the show every uh, week, and we want to thank you. Uh, some upcoming events we have is uh, the football game, Missouri coming into town. It's a noon game, so you got to get up really early to drink your bloody marys if you want to tailgate. And uh, we are giving away two tickets plus a $100 gift certificate to Spurrier's Gridiron Grill, where we are at right now. If you look behind me, for those that are watching on uh, either Facebook or YouTube, you can see all the helmets uh, here at the podcast room at Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. It's wonderful here. It's a museum and a great restaurant, uh, All the food is uh, farm to table, and uh, they cook it uh, well. So uh, I'm looking forward to having dinner here after the show. Uh, Come and join me. uh, It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Also, volleyball's in full swing. Uh, We're playing LSU coming up uh, the 8th and 9th of October, and we're giving away tickets for the volleyball team. Volleyball is always big in uh, Gainesville, uh, Mary Wise has been our coach for 30 years now and does an incredible job of bringing in the top athletes. You've seen volleyball uh, on TV, see it in person here, and you will have an amazing experience. It's really terrific. Uh, this coming Friday, starting at noon, is the Homecoming Parade, and you will see Melden Law marching behind the University of Florida gator marching band we are so excited it's our first year the whole Meldon law team is going to be there in full force all dressed up to uh support our gator band they always do the uh the walk and it's the best part of the homecoming parade is when the gator band comes in you get to hear them uh, play our fight song and all their other great songs and uh they are awesome. I think we have 420 people in the Gator Band. It's pretty cool. Uh, so uh, check it out. Uh, again, uh, football. LSU's coming to town. We have another uh, giveaway. Two tickets plus a $100 gift certificate to the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. All you have to do is go to Meldon Law Facebook page. So if you go to Melden Law, on the Facebook page, you can enter the contest. There's actually one uh, display, one button that you can press on, and it shows all the giveaways. And you can enter all the contests. Uh, you don't have to just enter one. And when you enter the contest, uh, we'll notify you at least a day or so before the event to let you know uh, that you won. So uh, join us and get into it. Uh, For those of you in Ocala, October 15th and 16th, Saturday, Sunday, big Ocala home show uh, at uh, World Equestrian Center, so check it out. Meldon Law will be there representing, and uh, we love to uh, uh, include our Marion County friends, especially at this home show. It's pretty cool. We were there last year, and uh, we really uh, love supporting uh, what they're doing in Ocala. Uh, we have the Tom Petty weekend coming up. Uh, Tom Petty's birthday was October 20th, 1950, and the celebration of his life is taking place right here in Gainesville, Florida. Tom Petty is a native son of Gainesville, Florida, grew, grew up here and, uh, actually i was tom petty's first attorney in 1971 when i started practicing law got to know tom very well and uh, we really appreciate everything that he did to uh, bring great music and notoriety to the gainesville florida community so anyhow the festivals at heartwood we're going to be dealing with uh, uh, some of the details coming up at the second half of our show. Dan Spees, who's the uh, organizer of the Tom Petty Festival. It's a free festival. And uh, all you have to do is go to uh, TomPettyFestival.com and you can get your free tickets. So uh, enjoy it. And uh, again, uh, this coming Friday is the grand opening for the Great Southern Music Hall event at the Batheson Historical Museum on University Avenue, 513 East University Avenue. Meldon Law is the sponsor for the uh, Great Southern Music Hall retrospective of the music scene in uh, Gainesville, Florida during the 1970s. Yours truly was the founder of uh, the Great Southern Music Hall and we had, it was the premier uh, forum for watching uh, musical events in Gainesville for uh, uh, forever really because it was more fun uh, than any of the other uh, venues that we had in town and uh, the Phillips Performing Arts Theater is awesome. Uh, uh, However, back in the day, uh, people uh, at the Great Southern had the most fun of all because it was pretty loose. We had not only beer and wine, but whiskey. Uh, We had uh, lots of fun times there, and uh, it was a pretty uh, crazy scene, but uh, some of the greatest musicians in the country uh, played there uh, during the day. So we're going to go over that in the second half of the show. Uh, As you all know, Melden Law is a personal injury law firm uh, located in the uh, heart of Florida, uh, Gainesville, Ocala, Lake City. We all have uh, offices in those locations as well as a office down in South Florida in Fort Lauderdale. So you can uh, uh, visit any of our offices. And if you want to visit our office, I promise you we will give you a free gift Uh, sometimes it'll be a great tumbler sometimes it'll be uh, uh, something else that you can uh, really use so uh, join us we love uh, having people show up at the office and say i'm here i want to say hello and i do you happen to have any free gifts Uh, melden law swag so uh, join us and uh, we're going to have a great time Uh, again if you're ever involved in a uh, in a serious crash or you know anybody that's been seriously injured, we help people put their lives back together after they've been seriously injured. So please uh, give us a call at 352-373-8000 or just go to Meldon Law and you'll uh, find us, MeldonLaw.com, Google the name Meldon. I don't think there's any other Meldon lawyers around the world, so uh, you can... Just put in M-E-L-D-O-N and you'll find us. Anyhow, we have two terrific guests here. Um, the first part of the show, we're going to be talking about rowing. And uh, it's something I've watched on TV quite a bit. Um, I've, rowed, I've done rowboats, uh, but I've never done competitive rowing. Um, we have Jess Brahem. Bra- Is that how you say it? Broham?
1: Rowem, yeah. Rowem. Yeah. And
0: you're from New Zealand, right?
1: I, I am from New Zealand.
0: Okay. Yeah. And Jen Figueroa? Yeah. I got How'd it. How'd you do that? I'm good. I, I was got, good. I got. Well, I'm, I'm doing my best uh, to try to figure out. So we got uh, Jess and Jen here. And uh, I, I'm really excited to hear about uh, the rowing export, ex, the... Uh, Uh, what we have going on as far as rowing in uh, the north-central Florida community. Uh, Why don't you start, uh, Jess, and tell us a little bit about how you got involved.
1: Yeah, well, I came to Gainesville last year in August um, after spending four years at Washington State University um, over in Pullman, Washington on their rowing team and instantly got involved with Gainesville area rowing in a volunteer capacity. Um, and yeah, that was sort of my introduction to rowing in North Central Florida. Um, some alligators, uh, good weather other than Mm -hmm. that. And, um, yeah, I mean, Jen can tell us a little bit more about the history of GAR. She's been involved a little bit longer than I have. Um, Why
0: don't you go ahead and tell us some more?
2: Okay. Um, so I've been here since 2003 and I was not here for the beginning of GAR, um, Gar so is GAR one. is Gainesville Area Rowing. Okay. So it is a club team um, to teach rowing to middle school, high school and adults. Um, so we've got a really wide range of ages. Um, and GAR started in the mid 90s. So GAR began as Eastside High School Crew. And then as more and more kids started and started adding in from different schools, then shortly after that, you know, in in 2002, they went ahead and joined everyone from GAR under that name, but GAR actually began in 1998. And so since then, we've been a club team. Um, It's more common in in the country and, and certainly in Florida to not have each individual high school having their own program. It makes a lot more sense to have a club program because then you can combine a greater group of athletes. Um, and then it's really good for the kids because they have friends from all the schools, not now, just the school. When I you go to. see
0: rowing on TV, it's usually done on a river, okay, mm-hmm. and they're competing and stuff like that, you know, up in Boston. I know they have a lot of rowing going on there and stuff like that. Can you give us uh, some perspective on the difference between? Rowing on, you know, lakes. I don't know if other rivers that you you row on here.
2: Yeah, there's there's rivers in Jacksonville. I mean, so sometimes we no, go and race there, you, and you, got you know, the St.
0: John's. Yeah, right? you got the
2: St. Johns, the Arlington, and so there's some river based rowing. There's also um, intercoastal and Daytona Beach. So there are teams here in Florida that race on rivers and practice on rivers. Um, but a lot of us are on lakes. I think that's the most common, and to be on fresh water and. Um, our Lake Noonan's Lake is the just the most wonderful lake for training that anyone could ever ask for.
0: Well, what are the attributes of it that uh, you th- that make it so great?
2: It's miles and miles and miles of uninterrupted shoreline that's not developed. Um, it's surrounded with beautiful tall trees, swampland, bald eagles, alligators, nice fishermen. It's the best place that I've ever rowed. Um, and it's it's just a wonderful place to train. And I think sometimes people who only row here in Gainesville, they don't realize how good it is until they go and row on a congested waterway and then have to deal with you know ski boats and jet skis and people hitting oh. them or traffic and and our lake. I mean, you know this morning I was out at six thirty with three other ladies, and we just saw a few you know some boats from u f out practicing and a couple fishermen, and that was it.
0: So um, Noonan's Lake is is the main place um, that that you row at. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, because I know there's other there, there's other places um, that lakes around here where I've seen a few people rowing, but Noonan's Lake is the best, and Noonan's and I friend. don't think you find uh, I don't you don't have too many motor boats running around there and stuff.
2: Not too many. No. Yeah, no. it's pretty good most of the time. Yeah. The number of alligators keeps some of the recreational activities in boats down, which is oh, awesome. No, no, no. So what we have are usually really, really nice fishermen that are out fishing. And I mean, it's a wonderful lake for fishing. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's a great lake to share and it's a great lake to row on.
0: Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah, there are a bunch of gators on Noonan's Mm -hmm. Lake. Anybody that's uh, flown into Gainesville, just before you get to the airport, you fly over Noonan's Lake, Mm -hmm. and uh, you can see it's a big lake. It is. And, uh, you know, it it has a long history because they found um, Indian um, dugout canoes, Mm -hmm. right? Yep, Mm -hmm. the Pitholichoco tribe. So what do you know about that?
2: Well, so we know that that tribe and other tribes probably as well use the waterway to pass goods from one end of the lake to the other. Um, and so we always kind of wished our lake was named the you know Lake Pitlachoco after that particular tribe, um, but it's a very sacred place.
0: Wow, yeah, yeah, because every time the water level goes down, all of a sudden they discover all these uh, Indian dugout canoes and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So it's a place that's been used for... Um, millennium probably yeah Mm -hmm. Uh, so it's pretty cool and it's it's very close to town i mean it's Mm -hmm. uh, just a short drive so jess tell us a little bit about um what brought you to gainesville and what your impression is of uh you know the you know north central florida
1: yeah i'm actually here studying my phd in the department of sport management at university of florida so um i'm here researching athlete well-being, um, and obviously with GA being so, so available to me, I've been able to really um, break up my time and be able to uh, involve myself practically with my research as well by getting to interact with the athletes.
0: Yeah, so what is your area of study in, in particular? I mean, do you have a focus within sports management?
1: Right, yeah. At the moment, I'm researching um, a concept of athlete voice. So we've seen a lot of athlete activism recently, um, as well as issues within organizations. So I'm sort of researching the pathways of athletes to communicate within organizations.
0: So it's like how to build culture within an organization?
1: Yeah, how to uh, allow athletes to express themselves and and as well as... um, Further develop um, a sense of organizational culture.
0: What are some of the, um, uh, the best techniques that you've come across as far as building a good culture and a team?
1: Um, the, the first thing, uh, the most important thing that I've learned is that coaches have to be willing to listen. Um as coaches we have to, especially younger athletes, so much power and for them to be able to express their voice and, and talk and communicate um about any concerns they have, it really, really elevates um their well being and the well being of others around them.
0: Well, I'm very interested in that. I mean at Melden Law we're always involved in team building as well mm-hmm. and trying to develop a culture uh, that allows um, others to speak their voice and to give uh, constructive criticism when it's warranted and uh, also just to talk and speak, you know, let everybody know uh, what challenges they face so that we can all collectively get together to help solve different uh, problems that we have.
1: Yeah, and th- I mean, that's exactly what's important, just allowing people to communicate. Sometimes it doesn't have to be structured or formal. It's just having that opportunity.
0: Well, I'm going to uh, ask that so we take a quick one-minute break, and uh, we're going to come back to Meldin Law and Friends in 60 seconds.
3: <laughs> oh, my gosh. I can't even believe this. Look. Look what you have done to my truck! Excuse me, it's your fault, it's not my fault. Yes, it is your no, fault! Not, 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 I am not. calling
0: Jeffrey Meldon from Meldon Law.
1: So I'm going to call Jeffrey, my husband.
0: Meldon Law, this is Jeffrey speaking. Jeffrey! This person oh no, here! This no, no. you no, no. might... New client? Yes, but this one might be a little tricky. I was in a truck accident. Because of the accident, I resulted in three back surgeries. We saw advertisements on TV and guess who popped up more often than that it was Jeffrey. The communication that he provided was so appreciative. That he shows
2: his compassion as a human. He assisted us in achieving one of our dreams, the acquisition of a home. And we're here today with smiles on our face with the assistance from Jeffrey.
0: Welcome back to Melvin Law and Friends. Um, I'm here with Jess and Jen, and we are having a great time talking about uh, rowing in Gainesville. And apparently Noonan's Lake is an ideal place to uh, row undisturbed and have a great time, right? It is. So anyhow, Jess, I underlined something here. It said that you were also studying uh, the... uh, on the impact of social media on the mental health of student-athletes. Can you talk a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, yeah. So that was actually my master's thesis that I did while I was at Illinois State University. So that's where I was immediately prior to coming here. Um, And so during my time as a student-athlete, I had interacted with um, some of the other sports and actually learned that some of our football players were receiving some pretty shocking messages from um, fans or other people in the community um, via these social media apps. Um, And unfortunately, we had a football player die by suicide while I was at Washington State. And while it was never explicitly linked um, to social media, um, the there had been some conversation about him on social media leading up to that following a bowl game. So um, I really took that and tried to explore it a little bit more. It was a topic that hadn't been explored too much. So I used um, some social media scales like social media use um, as well as some mental health scales, anxiety, depression, resilience, um, and, and identified um, if there was some sort of link between social media and mental health issues and I did find that um, but it's definitely something that needs to continue to be investigated.
0: Okay so um, would you uh, do you have any suggestions as far as uh, better ways to deal with uh, uh, the ex- People are exposed to social media all the time. As a matter of fact, there's some people that rarely put their phone down, right?
1: Right. It's right. <laughs> uh,
0: and in, when I grew up, you know, um, when I was born, we didn't even have televisions, let alone... Uh, we did have telephones, but not televisions, okay? And uh, it's an amazing um, change When people are walking down the street, not only not saying hello to each other, but not even looking when they're crossing the street, uh, they're so attached to social media. Mm -hmm. Uh, Is there any, I don't think we're going to put the toothpaste back into the tube, right? No, absolutely not. (laughs) So what, what are some things that we can do to promote healthy living while still acknowledging that uh yeah you know social media is here to stay
1: i think that one of the biggest things is just encouraging athletes to continue or or younger individuals to continue to be active um that's time away from their phones um like you said that they're always going to spend some time on their phones it's about um asking questions to help them be aware of maybe the amount of time that they're spending on their phones, what they're doing when they're on their phones, and even the type of media that they're consuming. So we know that there's some some individuals who use social media to compare themselves with other people and, and scroll through and think this person's so much skinnier than me, this person's so much faster than me. Um, and so it's it's about modifying that use so that it's a positive experience. It can be something that you use to relax and get away from all the other things that you're doing but not crossing that line to dictating your life.
0: So is that something you think we might incorporate into the education system as far as uh, even with young... I mean, my granddaughter's five years old, and she's, you know, an amazing uh, as far as, you know, taking a cell phone and, you know, utilizing it. Like when she was barely two years old, she was already a master at, you know, social media and the cell phone, and we have to, you know... Watch, you know, watch that behavior because, you know, two, three, four, five years old, it's like crazy, right? I mean, mm-hmm. they're young minds. They're impressionable. Um, what, uh, have you a- actually come up with any ideas or plans how to deal with, uh, you know, the, starting when people are young? Because I, I think by the time you're older, even eight or nine or ten years old, habits are formed that are uh, difficult to change.
1: Right, and so I think at that age, it's it's really important about forming good habits, and um, I think this is where things like our uh, our athletic clubs come into play, where we're able to get kids into a routine, where they're being active, they're socializing with friends, they're socializing with adults and coaches, um, they're learning about sort of different things um, in life, you know, they're interacting with peers, maybe forming relationships that they haven't previously had. And all of this, I think, um, emphasizes why it's so important to get involved in clubs at a young age and, and try to minimize that screen time and build
2: those healthy habits.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so, uh, Jen, what are your thoughts on all of this?
2: I mean, my th- I grew up without it as well. And so for me, a phone has always kind of felt like an interference. <laughs> um, I tried to make it as long as I could without having a phone. But when I started coaching rowing, I realized I needed a radar um, so that I could make sure I was, you know, watching weather with the kids. And so I, I, I grew up without it. I wouldn't miss it if I didn't have it. Um, and I think some of the things that are on social media are very scary, um, very concerning. And yeah, I mean, I think if it, for anything, you for young people of any age, I mean, we've got rowing starting at sixth grade you know and so to have an opportunity for kids to come out you know two or three days a week in middle school and then five days a week for high school and their parents know that for at least 3 hours their kids aren't on their phones and they're outside and they're exercising and they're making friends with kids on other teams i mean that's got to have a positive impact on the well-being of all of those athletes and and on their parents too i mean that if you can then have an idea of what your kid is doing when they get home and try to continue interacting with them then you actually can have some authentic time with your child and and your kid can have an authentic afternoon with their friends as well versus going home and staring at a screen yeah my
0: my daughter's got three kids you know uh, noah's seven and uh, naomi's five and shoshana's two right and so she had three in five years she was busy well a main issue that she has is the distraction caused by cell phone i mean i we're talking about rowing uh today but actually rowing uh, you know, fits right in with the concept because it's a positive attitude where people can, number one, have a good time. Number two, it's healthy, right? Mm-hmm. You, 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 ladies are really, you know, in good shape. <laughs> and um, I've I've worked out, you know, most of my life and uh, enjoy uh, being fit. And it, I think, uh, the me- one message that we should get out to everybody today is uh we have uh great rowing in Gainesville Florida right we do we have
1: amazing rowing so
0: how can people get involved
1: um well we have an Instagram page speaking of social media so (laughs) that's how (laughs) but it's positive it's positive (laughs) it's positive so if you're if you're on um social media you could um send a dm to Gainesville area rowing. That's the page. Or you could also go to Google, um, type in Gainesville area rowing. Our webpage will come up. Number one can be a little confusing to navigate, but there's some options there for contacting us. Um, but yeah, honestly, anyone can come out and try, um, rowing free for two weeks. We have a two week trial. Um, and then from there, um, we can decide what sort of involvement people want to have. Um, yeah that's sort of the
0: easiest way um you have all kinds of different levels of rowing so if somebody i've never rowed before i want to start and i want to check it out you'll get get them involved let them put their pinky in the water figure out uh, Mm -hmm. just where they want to go with it and then every once in a while you find somebody who really uh, you know wants to get seriously involved with it
1: yeah, and I mean, Jen, she rows with the masters, so she can speak a little more to this, but we have a group of masters who are very competitive, and then we have a group of masters who do rowing to hang out with some people and get a little bit of exercise in, so not everything has to be competitive.
0: And that's a good message for everybody who's listening and watching to uh, the show today. Um, you, all you have to do is uh, Gainesville area rowing, GAR and um, google it um, go on instagram however you want to find it and uh, check it out what a here we live in this wonderful climate right for you know rowing and and you've got this great lake that you can go out to Uh, i assume you've got some boats out there Mm so you know the dock somewhere right Mm -hmm. and uh, it's easy so uh we have two ladies here who are inviting all of you to check them out? Uh, go have a great time. I promise you, the alligators won't eat you up. That uh, it hasn't you
1: know, happened yet. Nope, hasn't still happened here. yet. <laughs> yeah. right.
0: The alligators are—they're they're just part of our culture mm-hmm. and our scenery here and everything. Mm-hmm. But what a beautiful—you beautiful. You, you were talking about all the wildlife out there. Yeah. I mean, it—it's it, only a few miles away from the airport in Gainesville. And it is amazing. I mean, it. you know, I've been out there because I have friends that live out in Lakeshore Drive, which oh, cool. you, you take yeah, out mm-hmm. there, you know. And you go out there and you go, wait a minute. You know, it's so close to town, but yet it's completely different. And mm-hmm. so, you know, uh, it's, it's almost primitive out there. So uh, let's uh, go ahead and support Gainesville area rowing. I want to thank... Um, jen and jess for joining us on the show uh you guys do it do something to make yourself happy get get away from uh, tv get away from the cell phone uh you can't watch tv and use your cell phone while you're rolling so uh, we we're gonna get you out get everybody to do something that's a lot of fun it's healthy And it will clear your mind, I promise you. So thank you very much for joining us. And we'll be back in three minutes on Meldon Law and Friends.
3: Oh my gosh, I can't even believe this. Look, look what you have done to my truck. Excuse me, it's your fault, it's not my fault. Yes, it is your fault. I am calling Jeffrey Meldon
0: from Meldon Law.
3: So I'm going to call Jeffrey, my husband.
0: Meldon Law, this is Jeffrey speaking.
3: Jeffrey! Disgracefully no, no, here. Wait, this later here. might.
0: New client? Yes. But this one might be a little tricky. When you're a member of the Gator Nation, you know what it means to never back down. Melden Law has been a proud supporter of the Gator Nation since 1971. Two forces that won't back down. As the old saying goes, if you can't beat them, join them. We still hear it. The sound of victory. The joy of being part of something great. And while things may not be the same right now, we haven't gone anywhere If you bleed orange and blue, then Melden Law is the firm for you. We are here at the University of Florida where Albert and Alberta are competing in the Gator of penalty shootout. Albert
3: is ready to stop the shot at all costs. What a disaster Luckily, Malibu Law is the only official firm partner of the Florida Gators. If you have suffered any injury, do not worry, because Malcolm Law is going to help you with your recovery. Malcolm Law doesn't back down until they reach their goal!
0: Albert, Alberta, I understand you were witnesses to a crash. Can you tell us about the accident? When you're in a crash, it's important to get witness statements immediately after the accident. Whether you're in a car, truck, motorcycle, scooter, or even a golf cart accident, at Meldon Law, we won't back down. And I was in an accident, someone ran red light and hit me, and I was hurt. You don't know where to turn. Luckily, I called Jeffrey. These big insurance companies, they don't want you to win. They truly don't. But Jeffrey and his firm and the people that work here, they just really fight for you. You call the law offices of Jeffrey Meldon because you're going to need help and they will help you. Welcome back to Meldon Law and Friends. Uh, we have a great guest uh, for our second half of our show, Dan Speeds. Before uh, we get to Dan, we're going to go over a few of the exciting things going on. October 22nd, my wife Patricia and I, we are uh, co-chairs for the Alzheimer's Walk that's uh, going on. It's uh, at the Trinity Methodist Church out on 53rd Avenue in Gainesville, Florida. It starts at 9 in the morning. Uh, October 22nd is a busy, busy weekend because uh, the Gators don't play uh, anywhere. Uh, on that date, and uh, we're gonna, it's actually a good segue into uh, the Tom Petty Festival, which is the same weekend. Uh, however, we want to talk about a few other things going on. We have the um, uh, football game coming up this weekend against Missouri, that's gonna be great, and Meldon Law is giving away. Two tickets plus a $100 gift certificate to Spurrier's Great Iron Grill. And we're in this amazing podcast room, Dan. Isn't it cool? It's beautiful. And we got all of Steve Spurrier's helmets behind us. And pretty soon all the diners are going to be coming in here and looking at us like we're in a fishbowl. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so <And> We are. <laughs> we are
0: in a fishbowl here. So anyhow, uh, we're having a good time. Uh, go to Melden Law Facebook page and you will be able to get tickets. We're giving away tickets for the Missouri game. We're giving away tickets for the uh, LSU game. Uh, down the road, I'm sure we'll be giving away tickets for the uh, Florida-Georgia game over in Jacksonville. So the ga- uh, the Meldon Law Firm is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators, and that's how we score all these tickets, and we like to support our good friends at Spurrier's Gridiron Grill because it's an amazing museum, number one. And number two, uh, the food is fabulous. So uh, uh, come on out here. Check it out. Uh, you'll be amazed. It's one of the uh, largest restaurants in the whole state of Florida. It's a it's, uh, huge and really uh, uh, fun place to hang out. Uh, Lady Gator Volleyball is going on. And uh, the same... Page on Facebook, Meldon Law. You can score tickets for any of the volleyball games. Plus, uh, we always give away uh, gift cards uh, to uh, either Spur uh, Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. I see volleyball. We're giving away a fifty dollars gift card uh, and four tickets to the Swamp Bo- Boil. Uh, My team put that together. I don't even know where Swamp Boil is. However, it must be good if we uh, do that. We got the homecoming parade coming up, Mm -hmm. and Melden Law donated the big truck that the band uses to transport all of their instruments around, and Melden Law team is going to be walking behind the Gator Band. What an exciting event, right? Yeah it's a homecoming it's a friday starts at noon uh you go 13th street uh for about half a mile and then you hang a right on university avenue and head east and uh uh for those of you that haven't been to a gator homecoming parade you got to do it it's part of being a, a gator and being uh, in gainesville so uh let's support our uh our uh, everybody in the homecoming parade they love uh, having folks there we were going to th- Uh, bring a bunch of Tootsie Rolls and hand them out, you know, and stuff. But the university said they were afraid of people getting injured from us throwing Tootsie Rolls around uh, in the parade. So, <laughs> oh, but, in my eye. <laughs> yeah, yeah. no, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm a personal injury attorney, right? So I guess I actually thought that day, and I was like going, oh, shit. <laughs> we could say that. It's uh, Anyhow. <laughs> so anyhow, but the homecoming parade is great. So uh, take advantage of it. Um, you know any we try to make a big deal of it at our office because it really is fun and uh, we try to get everybody in the office to show up and then uh, have a nice uh, lunch and party afterwards. Uh, other things going on in uh, Marion County, the Ocala Home Show is coming up a week from Friday and uh, Saturday. Um, anyhow, check out the Ocala home Show. It's at the World Equestrian Center. The dates are, october 15th and 16th excuse me that's a saturday and a sunday for those of you that haven't been out to the world equestrian center do it it is the most amazing equestrian center in the whole world Uh, Uh,
3: words don't don't fail me when i try (laughs) to describe it other than it the best thing to put it for is like disneyland for people who love horses
0: yeah yeah I mean, they've got a world class hotel out there, great restaurants, events going on all the time um and uh the Roberts family that you know put it together uh thank God they have deep pockets because that thing is a huge undertaking it is, and my understanding is it's completely paid for,
3: yeah, well, they didn't borrow any money.
0: It was only a billion dollars, Dan yeah. <laughs>
3: okay <laughs>
0: what's well, a billion here or there you and know? when you
3: go there, you go, yeah. I
0: can see where they put their money. <laughs> yeah, no. It, it, let, let me tell you, the Roberts family has done great uh, things for Marion County. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're continuing to do great things. I know they've gotten. Uh, they have a Golden Ocala Country Club tied in with World Equestrian Center, and that they're turning that whole area of Marion County into um, a world mecca uh, for folks that uh, love horses. Uh, it, we are going to be having some of the greatest um, um, horses in the world competing out at the World Equestrian Center mm-hmm. uh, in the coming years. So uh, my daughter was a hunter jumper uh, growing up. So I learned enough about horses and horse riding to know it's very expensive.
3: Right. <laughs> and it's not riding around in a circle. It's not <laughs> racing. It's dressage and and. Uh, hunter jumper kind of stuff,
0: right? Yeah, that's my understanding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, a, it, it's really a wonderful sport. Yeah, you can, uh, and in this part of the world in North Central Florida, it's not so hot that you can't really, uh, you can really get out there in the woods, and uh, uh, no matter what time of the year it is, there's some incredible uh, trails that you can uh, go on. So really. Um, take advantage of it Uh, we're a big uh, sponsor so anyhow uh, we got a lot going on Uh, this coming Friday night is the grand opening of the Great Southern Music Hall exhibit uh, featuring the photographs of John Moran uh, in 1974 yours truly uh, opened up uh, the Great Southern Music Hall with uh, Jim Forsman, and we're celebrating uh, the incredible musical acts that came through Gainesville and performed at the Great Southern Music Hall. Uh, it was a magical time. Uh, there's been some terrific articles written recently in the Gainesville Sun Uh, about the history of the Great Southern Music Hall. If you want to have a really terrific time, go down to the Matheson Museum 513 East University Avenue right next to the big library downtown, and you will be able to see uh, a great exhibit. We brought in some of the top professionals in the country to put uh, the exhibit together, and it's going to be there for... uh, a year or more, uh, with special symposium. So stay tuned. Uh, we're going to let you know what's going on. However, it is uh, fish. The grand opening is, uh, this Friday night and, uh, uh, check it out. The Matheson museum. And finally, uh, least, uh, you know, what do they say last, but not least. Okay. We got the Tom Petty festival and that's a good segue into my next guest, Dan Spees, who is, uh, uh, organizing the Dan- the uh, Tom Petty Festival. Dan, uh, give us a little rundown of what's going to be going on to celebrate Tom Petty, Gainesville's native son, his birthday.
3: Well, we have um, 20 acts uh, that will be performing. We have uh, about nine storytellers that of uh, people that knew Tom and will tell stories of Tom and their experiences with him. Uh, we have... Uh, Tom Ledden, who was in Mudcrutch with with uh, with Tom Petty, both in the early days and in the uh, uh, 2006 and 2014 when he Tom reformed the band. Uh, we have um, uh, Jeff uh, Jake Thistle, who is this amazing 18 year old who will be huge. He will be huge. I, I've
0: heard Jake Thistle <clears throat> is you know going to be an incredible. He's already an incredible talent. He's just not as well known as some of the nationally known acts, but I understand he is going to amaze people. If there's one act you want to see at this festival, it's going to be Jake Thistle performing.
3: Without a doubt. But we have a number of amazing, amazing acts.
0: Who are Uh, some of the other acts? Shine.
3: Have you ever seen Shine? She has a band, Shine and a Shaker. She'll be just coming here without her band. But uh, this lady is uh, as if Jimi Hendrix came back uh, as a lady. Uh, she's amazing in her uh, guitar playing and her singing and um, has original music but also plays classics like Jimi Hendrix songs and just you, you get your heart fluttering. It's pretty amazing. You
0: know, Jimi Hendrix consistently is rated as the greatest guitarist of all time. Mm-hmm. And he was what, left-handed and played a right-hand guitar. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like... Um, he played it upside down, really.
3: And self-taught as well.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. an amazing story. So I, every once in a while, I'll go on this list, the Rolling Stones' greatest guitarists, or whoever makes the list, you right. know? And uh, wow, you know, uh, Jimi Hendrix. So uh, Shine is going to... Uh, Shine's
3: sh- going to be there. We have a band called Sousa. I don't know if you've heard of them. They, they're they made up of University of Florida graduates from their music program, or students. And there, it's five horn players. Uh, one of them is a tuba player, right? Actually, a sousa. It's like a tuba, like and, John Philip
0: Sousa, right?
3: Yeah. And oh, there's a tr- there's a trombone, there's a clarinet, and then there's a couple, tr- then there's a trumpet. They don't sing, but literally they're they're jumping in the air as they're playing. This little girl's got the tuba and she's jumping a foot <laughs> off the ground with this tuba and they're playing with so much energy you can't help but want to get closer and start dancing to it i mean it's just amazing um, so
0: we we're, we're, we're going to take a quick thir- uh, 1 minute break i'm here with Dan Speeds we're talking about the Tom Petty Festival in Gainesville Florida coming up October 20th through the 22nd at Hartwood Sound Stage at uh, What is it? 600 South Main Street? 617 South Main Street. You get to 600 South Main Street and you'll see it. It's right there. And uh, we're going to be back in 60 seconds on Melden Law and Friends. Alberta. Alberta, I understand you were witnesses to a crash. Can you tell us about the accident? When you're in a crash, it's important to get witness statements immediately after the accident. Whether you're in a car, truck, motorcycle, scooter, or even a golf cart accident, at Melden Law, we won't back down. Being a client at Melden Law was special because I felt like I was really being listened to and I felt welcomed by the entire staff. If I were in a situation where I needed legal advice and help, I would absolutely reach out to Jeffrey because his reputation alone speaks for itself. But on a personal level, I know that he would take care of me and help me solve those problems, and I would feel safe with him. Welcome back to Meldon Law and Friends. I'm Jeffrey Meldon, founder of Meldon Law. Uh, If you ever need any help after a serious uh, accident, crash, please give me a call, 352-373-8000. We help put people's lives back together after they've been turned upside down. So uh, we we love to uh, help people that are in need. So uh, reach out to us or just uh, Google Melden Law and you'll find us. I'm here with my good friend Dan Spies. Uh Dan, I know that you had a uh, successful career uh, doing, uh, you know, Uh, Well, you were actually in in the media business, right? Yeah,
3: I worked for Channel 2 for uh, 10 years. That's Uh, Wesh in Orlando. And I I was an independent reporter for a couple years before that. And I had lots of experiences working at Channel 2. Um, You know, uh, from meeting um, uh, vice presidents, uh, Bill Clinton when he was running for president, uh, to going down to covering um, down in South Florida when Hurricane Andrew hit it. Uh, I went to uh, the Soviet Union and the Ukraine, covering a baseball team that went there. Um, I had lots of crazy experiences.
0: <laughs> and I was just
3: uh, just reiterating today on Facebook that, uh, I don't know if you know, heard that Loretta Lynn died today.
0: Oh, and I mean, I'm sorry to hear that. Boy, what an amazing performer.
3: Maybe 30, 35
0: years ago, uh, a reporter and I went and, and covered,
3: covered her, she was doing a concert, and we We got invited to go to her tour bus afterwards, and we did an interview with her. And we finished the interview, and she thanked the reporter and came over to me and gave me a kiss. Uh, And I was like, oh, wow, coal miner's
0: daughter. I was very impressed. I know, I know. know, She she was, uh, yeah, they had that movie Mm -hmm. um, that uh, they made about her life. Sissy Spacek, I think, starred Mm -hmm. uh, as Loretta Lynn. But what an incredible... Person, I mean, great artist, great voice, all of that. But more than that, I think she was a, a great lady. Yeah, yes, so, definitely. So and she gave back to a lot of people. Right,
3: and then I then I started a uh, television production company here in Gainesville and worked with UAA. Did a lot of media days with Coach Spurrier, um, and uh, with Coach Meyer and and Mullen and and a lot of those guys, uh, Jim McElwain. You know, yeah. so. so
0: who is the most fun to work with of all those coaches you just named?
3: Uh, Coach Spurrier, for sure.
0: (laughs) And we are at Spurrier's Great Iron Grill. Dan couldn't say anything else, even if he wanted to, but I believe you're telling the truth. No, no, it's true. true. (laughs) No, Steve Spurrier is so much fun because he's got the best sense of humor, right?
3: He does, he does. But there was one day, I have to tell you, uh, we had a background that we would tape up behind him while we were doing our interview, and in the middle of uh, what I knew was a key answer that they were going to use the background fell down right the part of it and i had to say to coach coach i'm sorry i got to interrupt you but i got to fix that first and he gave me a look and we recorded it he gave me a look that we realized that's how we get his. Stu- that's how we got the players to work for him because it was one of these like roll his eyes like oh my god you just let me down oh <laughs> we were like oh we never want to see that look again <laughs> So, we made sure we taped that background much better <laughs> <laughs>
0: well the coach is a perfectionist I mean he wants to do uh, everything well and i I get it and uh you know he's really done an amazing job with Freddie weeby out here at putting this uh uh gridiron grill together out here because uh it's an amazing museum so I always uh, give them a plug because they deserve it. You know, yeah. it's like uh, they really did something incredible for North Central Florida. So we're talking about the Tom Petty Festival coming up in September 20th. Or October. Did I? Say, oh, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> don't want to, I don't want to throw him. I don't want to throw him. Hey, <laughs> anyway, October 20th. You, for those of you listening, you know uh, that we already uh, missed uh, September 20th. You know, October 20th. 1950 is Tom Petty's birthday. He was born and raised in Gainesville, Florida. Uh, he was in several different... The Epics, I think, was one of his groups. And then, uh, of course, Mud Crutch. A lot of us that uh, were around at the time of Mud Crutch um, got to know um, Tom Petty and the group. And it's interesting because um, I was Tom Petty's first attorney, and I remember... Uh, Tom coming in with the rest of the group sitting in my um, office. I was a kid. I was, I don't know, 1971, I was 27 (laughs) years old. And uh, they were, you know, the best group around town at the time. And um, uh, Tom Ledden and Tom Petty were the two in the group that talked the most during our meetings so uh you you had um, Mike Campbell there and uh, Randy uh was the drummer and that uh, and those were was the Danny re- Roberts there when you no, came? no it he was, was gone it, at that point. Danny Roberts was gone. It was before Ben Montench. Okay. So it was nineteen seventy one edition mm-hmm. of Mud Crutch. And um Tom Ledden, his brother was Bernie Ledden, who was in the Eagles, and so he spoke because you know both Tom Petty and Tom Ledden realized that Tom uh, Tom's Ledden's brother Bernie Ledden he was on you know he was on the rise and he was you know in the Eagles which was you know just starting to really hit big so uh they were all uh, you know going wow you know they they actually had some connection to uh you know the LA scene so it, it was an interesting uh, dynamic i'd love to talk about it more sometime but uh let's talk about this festival it's so for those of you that haven't been out to the heartwood um sound stage it's not just a sound stage it's actually 4 acres of property out there and about an acre acre and a quarter is dedicated to this um, festival. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a permanent stage out there and a sound stage inside. It's a recording studio as well as a performing arts studio. And it's one of the nicest rooms uh, for performances that you'll ever see. The acoustics are amazing. Uh, there's going to be some smaller shows as well as the outdoor, bigger shows, right?
3: Right. What we do is uh, an outdoor band will finish. And we will switch. We'll we have a big we have a big TV screen outside, and the sp- the speakers outside will be tied in, and so someone will perform inside, but you'll be able to hear and watch it outside.
0: Oh, what right? a great concert! And so
3: the the folks that bought VIP tickets will be able to go inside and hear them, but everyone will be able to hear them. They'll just mm. uh, you know, but so so. But the thing about that is, is that a lot of times I mean, there's a few times where we're going to have to pause while we're switching. Bands, but a lot, but most of the time it'll just be mu- continuous music.
0: That's a great idea. So, if people come to the event, um, what should they bring and what should they not bring?
3: They should not bring coolers. They should bring their own chairs. You know, mm-hmm. those outdoor chairs that you use at the beach or wherever. Uh, right. Maybe a blanket. Um, but you will have we'll have water available. Uh, for free, and but you can also buy bott- bottled water, and then we'll have wine and, and uh, beer that will be for sale.
0: That's great. If it, and, and there's food going to be out there, too. So you really don't need to bring anything except maybe a chair if you choose to uh, sit down in a chair.
3: And if you come early enough, sunscreen.
0: right? And right. sunscreen, yeah. So what time... Okay, let's go through the days. Um, what's going on Thursday, October 20th, on his actual birthday?
3: Uh, on Thursday, on, um, well, to give you an idea, we have the Gainesville Market that's going on from four to seven.
0: Yeah, they have a great food farmers market, market, farmers market out there from four to seven every Thursday. Mm-hmm. So we're, you know, that's going on, and then you're going to segue into at some uh, seven entertainment. Seven
3: o'clock, we'll, we'll have from seven to ten. We'll have about five or six acts that will be playing, and then on Saturday we start at three o'clock with storytelling. We're going to do three hours of storytelling and a little uh, discussion, well, among the storytellers, and then at six o'clock we go six o'clock to eleven with a number of bands. And,
0: and is that on Friday or Saturday? That's on Friday. Friday, so we right. we start around three o'clock with storyteller, right. go into bands around six till eleven, right. and then Saturday's the uh, the biggest day, right?
3: right. We start at one thirty and we go to eleven.
0: Wow. So, um, what? Um, what are some of the um, acts that are going to be performing on uh, Friday?
3: Friday, we have Wild Pines. Uh, we have the Lonely Worm. Uh, we have um, Rob Ellis Peck and his band. Now, Rob Rob's Ellis-
0: great. I've seen. I know Rob. He's right. terrific.
3: If, if you haven't seen Rob Ellis Peck, you, my first impression of him was, "Oh my gosh, this guy can sing." He should be. Like in some major band or something, he's literally that talented, and he's probably the best harmonica player to ever ever come out of Gainesville by a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he plays guitar and does a whole lot of stuff. So that's um, that's Rob Ellis Peck. There's a, uh, we will also have. I'm um, not sure exactly who else. When's is Jake on. Thistle playing? He's playing on Friday. Uh, he'll do a pop up, a little fifteen minute. I think he's playing in the All Star Band on Friday, and then on Saturday, he'll he'll have a, a segment in the, in the evening, probably around nine o'clock or so. Uh, he will he will be solo, and then afterwards, so both nights, Friday and Saturday, we're doing an All Star session. The last hour is an All Star session where we have a, a crack band, and the top performers of that night will come in and do. The hits of Tom Petty. Wow, Ooh. it's
0: going to be an amazing Tom Petty Festival. So uh, again, tell everybody how they can get into the festival.
3: Well, uh, it's free. You, it's, uh, you go to TomPettyWeekend.com. We ask you to register for your ticket. That helps us in planning as to make sure we have enough beer and wine and that sort of stuff. <laughs> yeah. and uh, And also to know if things are going to get too crowded, then we're going to cut it off. So Right now, we're we're well over 1,900 people have reserved tickets, and we expect to get it to about to 2,500, maybe 3,000.
0: Yeah, it's good. It's going to be really fun. Uh, I'll tell you, I've been out to festivals before. They do a terrific job. Probably the best thing is that you have a permanent stage and permanent setup there, so you really have refined it as far as the sound system. The video, the uh, soundstage, and uh, going out there. There's going to be great food. I've, I've, those restaurants out there are terrific. And we okay. have
3: a number of uh, food trucks as well that will be there.
0: Yeah, so we've got restaurants, we've got food trucks, we got uh, tons of beer and wine and water, and um, there are going to be other exhibitors out there. And you, you know, and we
3: have some vendors selling their wares.
0: So. Yeah, and so it, it's going to be a, a terrific weekend. October 20th, 21st, 22nd. All you have to do is go to Mm TomPettyWeekend.com, and it's free. Uh, And you can reserve your uh, tickets out there. And uh, it's going to be a major event. Uh, Everybody knows that uh, the Tom Petty Weekend's here Uh, Have been amazing. Uh, They're going to continue. I know the Tom Petty family and representatives came and met with Mm y'all. And uh, I think that's very uh, significant that uh, they know what you're doing, they're sanctioning what you're doing, and that they, uh, you know, it's like they want um, our local folks to show up and celebrate uh, the life and the times of uh, Tom Petty.
3: One of the most interesting things about Tom Petty is the songs that he's written. He wrote so many very uh, people that really study songwriting are so impressed with his songs. But when you hear other people do them, you you're amazed at how fresh and interesting they are. Uh, I, I can't I can't tell you enough. You think oh it's just a cover, but no. It, uh, it, hey, he, he, his songs really lend themselves.
0: <laughs> okay, we're going to the Tom Petty Festival. I've got to get off and make sure that we get done on time today dan <laughs> but it's been so much fun having you out here go to the tom petty Weekend.com, get your tickets get in check out this festival october 20th through the 22nd this is jeffrey Meldon signing off on melden law and friends and we'll see you next week